You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. And we are back with another episode of From the Rafter. Sam and I are here recording on Friday, May 14th, just ahead of the Celtics back-to-back games against the Timberwolves and Knicks 10 this season. But we're not talking Celtics today. We've complained enough. If you'd like to hear more complaints and absurd takes, please check out any of the New England news outlets who seem to be wild and lately. Uh, don't support many of that. But today, Sam and I are going to be doing the first annual From the Rafters Awards. So uh, obviously the NBA does an award show every season. Uh, We asked some of our regular guests. We also gave votes ourselves, and we got the top three uh, selections for each NBA award, and we're going to see how it plays out from there. Um, Yeah, before we start, though, Sam, any thoughts, anything you want to say about the Celtics before we get right right into the NBA awards? Yeah, they're horrible. (laughs) We know that. We we, we know that. My favorite thing now is, like, when they tweet something, like, I just read the replies and just see how angry everybody is. Yeah, like they I, tweeted I mean, about playing tickets being available and people are pissed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's frustrating to say the least, but we've complained enough about the Celtics for multiple seasons, uh, let alone just one. So we're going to get past it. We're going to get into the awards. We're going to save the best for last. So we're not going to do MVP off the jump. Uh, what award would you like to do first, Sam? Is there is there a choice you have? Obviously, you want to go least important to most important, but is there something you wanted to cover first? Nothing in particular, no. All right, we'll start with most improved player. So uh, we're going to start from the bottom. Um, we'll go over individual ballots if anything's, you know, particularly interesting. But uh, before we get started, actually, the people we we asked for ballots, uh, Joe Pavone of CLNS Media, Bobby Manning of CLNS Media, uh, our friend Adam Taylor, Celtics blog, Wayne Breezy, regular guest on the show, as well as KJ Doyle and Tim Shields, two regulars uh, at Guy Boston Sports and Bannertown, respectively. So, uh, as well as uh, mine and Sam's individual ballots. But most improved player, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different players receive votes for this awards. Four different players tied for one, two, three, fifth place uh, for the award with one point, meaning they got one third place vote. So first place got you five points. Second place got you three. Third place got you a point. Uh, Christian Wood, Nerlens Noel, Clint Capella, and Bradley Beal each received one point, meaning they each got one third place vote. Michael Porter Jr. finished fourth with three points. Jalen Brown finished third with four points. Jeremy Grant finished second with 21 points, and Julius Randle actually swept the award, uh, winning most improved player from the from the Rafters crew uh, with a clean 40 points. Everybody voted him as their first place. This is the only sweep on the day, Sam. So there, there's your answer. Any surprises there on that list? Um, no, I mean, he absolutely deserved it, right? I, he was front runner, head and shoulders, to turn the team around from being terrible to, you know, being a home court team, I believe in the play. Actually, uh, Atlanta might have overtaken him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did. But regardless, the Heat actually uh, actually overtook them too. The Heat are now ahead of the Knicks in the playoffs. So and fuck the Heat. 
tough scenes. <clears throat> but yeah, Julius Randle sweeping the award. I had him as my most improved player. Sam, you had him as well. Uh, I had Jeremy Grant second, Michael Porter Jr. third. You had Jalen Brown second and Bradley Beal third. So that's where some of the votes came from. If you have any questions, feel free. You know, if you're really that curious, the rest of the voting, uh, none of it stood out very much, but feel free to DM us if you'd like. But um, that's how that award broke down. Coach of the year is next up. Um, I would say the most interesting voter breakdown of any of the awards. Uh, only four coaches received votes for the awards. Uh, do you want to guess who those four coaches were, Sam? Oh, well, I voted for three. So I voted for uh, yeah. Quinn Schneider, Monty Williams, and Thibodeau. And, and the last one might have been Doc Rivers. It was, in fact, Doc Rivers. Yeah, there you go. My my ballot was Tom Thibodeau, Monty Williams, then Doc Rivers. So that, that was my ballot for Coach of the Year. So Doc Rivers came in fourth place with five points. Monty Williams had 18 points in third place. First place was Tom Thibodeau, won the award with 25 points. You want to know how many points Quinn Snyder had? Uh, how many people we have vote? Four. We had eight people vote. Quinn Snyder had 24 points. He lost really? by one single point really? uh, for the award, which was very interesting to see how that broke down. Uh, Tom uh, and Snyder each got uh, four first place votes each, but Monty, I mean, Tom Thibodeau got that one little extra third place vote that secured him the award. So uh, Thibodeau, Snyder, Monty Williams, Doc Rivers uh, took it home. Only players to get votes. I voted for Tom. Uh, Sam took Schneider. The only difference being I didn't even have Snyder in my top three, which I suppose is a hot take, but uh, it's a clown take. Go. How? How so? How's, how's I mean, that, that team, I mean, the Knicks, what are they, fifth, sixth? Yeah. All right. I suppose so, but comparatively, they took a bigger jump. The, than Jazz, the Jazz are top of the West with mm-hmm. a team. I mean, I guess Gobert is considered a superstar, but really he's not someone that, like, dominates a game to where you can't stop him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mitchell yeah. is absolutely a superstar. And he can do that, but I mean, it's it's like he's got that team running really well as a unit, and that's why they're so successful. Okay, I mean, I'd counter with the point that Tom Thibodeau uh, led the Knicks from the bottom of the East to a playoff spot, a clean playoff spot, might I add. Um, he also improved their defense from bottom five in the league to top five in the league. That's insanely impressive, and I, I don't think the Knicks necessarily have that guy either i think donovan mitchell and julius randall are well, on they're the not same a level. top of the conference team yeah okay they're not infinitely far behind the jazz i mean they're pretty far don't get me wrong they're not right neck and neck but it's not like they're bottom of the east i don't know i took it and the reason i took monty was because i i just think the jumps of the three coaches that i had i think they impacted the team more meanwhile i think it was just kind of like okay they're having a better season this year with the jazz i don't know uh opinions they differ, I suppose. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll jump right into the next award. We're going to go with Rookie of the Year next, uh, then Six Man, then Defensive right. Player, then MVP. And it'll be a relatively short episode from the Raptors. But that's the point, especially when the Celtics are playing like they are. <laughs> um, so Rookie of the Year, only four players received votes. Uh, Sadiq Bey finished in fourth place with one singular point. Uh, shout out KJ Doyle for giving him his only point. He actually he earned it me as well. He earned yeah, that he, point. <laughs> He, he was considering, I, I was considering giving you a point as well, but I, I had to give it to the other guy for third. But uh, KJ messaged me. He said, I assume 
Tyrese Halliburton will get all love for third place. So I wanted to show some uh, to Sadiq Bay uh, and love. He did receive Tyrese Halliburton getting every single other third place vote on yep. the list. <laughs> uh, seven points for Halliburton. Edwards finished with 30 points. Lamella Ball finishing with 34. Lamella Ball was named the rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, I had Lamella as second at first, mm-hmm. but I changed it because I said, well, you know, his team was winning. So I stick to my guns on that one. If you're winning, it's more impressive than if you're losing to me. Yeah. I mean, anybody can put up numbers as a loser. Yeah. And I think it's just I don't. Not that impressive to me at all. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Edwards had a good season. Like, and rookie of the year doesn't always correlate with winning. That's the one award because oftentimes the best rookies are put on bad teams. That's drafted what I was high. Say, yeah. But the fact that, I mean, Lamella was put onto a, a bad team as, you know, they were third worst last year. They had a bad record. Obviously, they made good moves in the offseason. Well, they weren't They weren't third worst. They were ninth. They were 10th in the East. They, oh. they won the lottery. They won the lottery. But they were still not good. Yeah, I, mean, I know. They were good. Of course. Um, so, uh, yeah, but he turned him around. He obviously makes a huge impact for that team. You can see it since he's been out. And I think that's why there's even a dispute about whether he should have the award or not. Yes, I agree. But I also had uh, LaMelo as my number one. Well, of course you did. You, you're the Hornets guy. <laughs> I just think he deserves it. It's it is what it is. Uh, if you're curious who voted for Edwards, Joe Sway had Edwards ahead. Uh, KJ had Edwards ahead. And as did Tim Shields. So uh, those are the guys who showed Edwards the love over LaMelo Ball. Everyone else took LaMelo for first place. But excuse me, moving on. Six Man of the Year had the most variety of voting in terms of how many people got votes. But the winner was extremely clear. So let me count this up. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen different players received votes in the top three. Thirteen of the year, <laughs> yeah. Tough. But it, there really uh, wasn't like a clear cut. Um, well, not cl- clear cut something, but you know, like obvious second and third choice for it. You know, like yeah. When I was doing, I had to be creative. I was like, um, you know, who should I put here? I had a couple different guys, and I switched mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna start with the winner in this case because it was so clear. Jordan Clarkson took home the award. He got six out of the eight first place votes, and was only left off of one ballot completely. Left him um, off. Uh, our friend Adam Taylor actually Adam left him, left him off, him off really? Left Jordan Clarkson off. He must have had a good reason for it. I'm curious what it is. Yeah, so uh, I'll read off the ballots as well, but I'm going to read off the Six Man of the Year panel. Uh, I'm just going to go up the list, or down the list now, sorry. Uh, second place was Carmelo Anthony. He got seven points. I know you're not a big fan of Melo, but no, uh, he got seven points. He was on my ballot, so... Uh, number three was Jalen Brunson and Derrick Rose tied with six points. Uh, they both got some votes. Thaddeus Young got five points uh, for sixth man of the year. Malik Monk, Joe Ingles, Shake Milton each received three points. D'Angelo Russell got two. Montrose Harrell got two. And then Rondo, Peyton Pritchard, and Tim Hardaway Jr. each also got a point for the award. So I uh, had Pritchard and yeah. I put Rondo instead just because he is a game changer for the Clippers. Which is fair. Which is fair, but uh, the reason yeah. why he didn't get more votes is because he was injured and didn't have an impact for the Hawks. But since he's been on the Clippers, he's been something else. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I would agree with you from that standpoint. But uh, 
the two ballots that did not have Jordan Clarkson in first place are Adam Taylor and Wayne Breezy. Uh, Wayne's ballot was Carmelo Anthony first, D'Angelo Russell second, Jordan Clarkson third. Meanwhile, Adam Taylor left Jordan Clarkson completely off. He had Thaddeus Young in first place winning the award, uh, Malik Monk in second, and Montrez Harrell in third. So uh, that, that, that was the breakdown of sixth man of the year. My ballot, I had Clarkson, Rose, then Mello. Sam, like you said, you had Clarkson, Brunson, Rondo. Any surprising, you know, picks out there? Obviously, leaving Clarkson off is a bit of a shock, but uh, I, that's probably the most surprising. Pritchard, I had him, so I can't say that's surprising. I mean, I took him off, but I did Tim. originally have him. That was Tim. I thought he kind place. of deserves it. He's been an impactful guy off the bench for most of the year, but hmm. they haven't had as much success, so that's why I left him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that that was relatively straightforward. Uh, like I said, nothing too too interesting going on there. Uh, Pritchard getting a single vote. The, the singular votes are always the one that stand out to me usually because that means like they just kind of got thrown on and not everybody's necessarily going to vote for him. But uh, yeah, moving on, defensive player of the year. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different players getting votes for this award. Uh, third place was a three way tie. Marcus Smart got one vote. Uh, Embiid got a vote, and Draymond Green got a vote uh, for Defensive Player of the Year. Bam Adebayo and Giannis got two points apiece, and then Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert were the top two. I want you to take a guess. Who do you think won the award, Sam? Probably Gobert. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Gobert finished with 36 points. Ben Simmons finished with 28 points, uh, taking home the award. They were the top two on every single ballot. Uh, Third place was a bit of a mashup, but uh, you had Giannis in third on your ballot. Is that correct? Uh, I did. I did indeed. indeed. I actually took Draymond. That that one vote was myself uh, picking Draymond Green for the award. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I'm at just laughing thing? because, like, I didn't think of Draymond, but, like, he's definitely someone that deserves it. I wanted to put Marcus <laughs> Smart, but people have been questioning his defense all year, so I couldn't do that. Yeah. Hey, I mean, Plus, Warriors, top, top five defense in the league. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Warriors have been killing it. He's leading them. He's having a good season. Top 10 in steals, so I thought he deserved to be in there. Miles Turner uh, was Adam. Wayne Breezy was the one who threw Marcus Smart on there, so he, he can get a shout-out from Celtics Nation. Th- throwing uh, I was Marcus in there. Really <laughs> almost put him in, in third. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I wore Marcus Smart jersey at my graduation today. I thought that was uh, entertaining at the very least, but... Uh, lastly, we have the MVP. This is going to be a real short episode. We'll, we'll wrap it up a little bit at the end, but uh, this is just a little quick, concise NBA awards. It's going to be an inaugural thing. So MVP, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different players received votes for this award. I want you to see if you can name all seven. Uh, I know it's a tall task, but MVP, you're talking about best players in the all league. Right. Who, who do you think got those votes? Embiid, Jokic. Who the hell did I even vote for as the last one? I think I <laughs> voted for... Um... Did I put Rand? I think I might have put Randall there. You did, yeah. You put yeah. Randall third. So that's three. Yep. Um, Harden probably got some. Nope. Zero no, votes for James no Harden. Harden. Someone probably voted for LeBron. Nope. No votes for LeBron Curry got either. Votes because you definitely voted for Curry. Curry did get votes, but I did not vote for Curry. You didn't vote for him. So that's four. Chris Paul probably got votes. <laughs> no votes for Chris Paul. I'm just sound like a freaking clown. <laughs> but these are people I've heard say it. Let's see. They are. They have been in the combo. I'm trying to think of other players that have been. Giannis probably got votes. Giannis did get votes. Always gets votes. 
Um, Luca probably got votes. Luca did get votes. You're missing one now in the Western Conference. The West. Mitchell. Mitchell. Nope. No? No. No Dono votes. Is it Lillard? Yes, it is Dame. Dame got a vote. So, uh, yeah, breakdown. Dame and Giannis each got one third place vote. Wayne had Giannis third. Uh, Tim had Dame third. Luca and Curry and Randall each got two uh, votes apiece. I... um, Myself and Adam Taylor each had Luca third. Uh, you and Bobby had Julius Randle third. And Steph Curry was third on KJ's bracket as well as Joe Sway's bracket. And then top two, uh, Embiid and Jokic, the front runners for the award this year. Uh, Sam, you were the only person to vote Embiid in first. Jokic took home the award, 38 points. Embiid had 26. Uh, he was second on everybody People. else's bracket. First of all, so, you did ask a Celtics community. They don't like Embiid. Um, <laughs> Jokic probably had the better year, but I think Embiid's team played better, which is why okay. I put him. I, I stick to my guns, man. Winning uh, is more important to me when it comes to these awards. There you go. Denver's hey, what place, though? I know you're going to tell me they're only like in third or something like that. but They are in fourth place. Yeah. But I, they're I feel like only... fourth's a little low for an MVP. They are... One game behind the Sixers in terms of record, which I yeah. will say. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I understand your point. I mean, you can't really argue with Embiid's dominance this season, but uh, I just think what Jokic has been able to do, especially with you know Jamal Murray out lately, has been extremely impressive, and I'm really hyped to see him succeed. So, uh, yeah, those are the awards. Are there any questions you had? I mean, I think it, I always think it's super interesting to see how the awards break down, especially like when we have a panel like this, Joe Sway, Bobby, Adam, Wayne, KJ, Tim. Uh, I'll read out all their their social media stuff right now, actually, so you guys can go give them the follow. Uh, Joe Sway on Twitter is uh, J-O-E underscore S-W-A-Y, Joe underscore Sway. Bobby is Real Bob Manning on Twitter. Uh, Adam is at Adam Taylor MBA. Uh, Wayne is Wayne Breezy, W-A-Y-N Breezy, B-R-E-E-Z-I-E. Uh, KJ by KJ Doyle and Tim, Tim Shields NBA. Obviously, you know me and Sam, but uh, yeah, shout out those guys for the help uh, with this episode. Uh, I thought it was a fun idea. We're going to hopefully do it every year, have these guys on, maybe more if we accrue more guests on the regular throughout the next year or so. But uh, yeah, like I said, any questions you had, obviously there were some interesting votes. I know you disagree with some Jokic in first place over Embiid, maybe the Thibodeau over Snyder thing was really close. Uh, what do you, what do you think of the awards? Um, I mean, I think I'm surprised Schneider didn't win Coach of the Year. Utah it was close. The, probably besides Phoenix, the biggest surprise. Well, no, New York's also been a surprise. So all three deserve it. But mm-hmm. Utah's had the most success with the injuries. I mean, Mitchell has been out, and they're still doing pretty good. I mean, they slapped the Spurs around a couple of weeks ago. I remember that. Um, yeah. I think, I don't know, I think he deserves, probably will, hopefully he gets it. I hope he does. I'm interesting to see. I, I think the big thing that will sway voters in favor of Thibodeau is the storyline, if you know what I'm saying. Like, the story of the Knicks is such a feel-good thing. Like, oh, he hopped in here, made them really good. The Knicks have been bad, excuse me, for so long, and stuff like that. So I think that could. You know, Let me say how upset it makes me seeing Knicks fans happy. I like I, it, man. I, I like the Knicks What do you like year. it for? I don't understand. I just you enjoy like the things that, Why do you like these things? Why? Why do you like, like them? They're the most entitled people for no reason. They, I mean, they talk about how great I don't like the, the fans. Knicks are. 
I don't like what? the fans. I like the Knicks. I don't like the fans. I no, like that's what I'm saying. I'm upset right. that the fans are okay. happy. You're like, I love it. What do you What do you <laughs> love right, it for? Right. You love to love things that you are not lovable. What do I you, like have, you have a Kuzma Knicks. jersey. I, <laughs> what's What are the other things? You say you love things, and I get fucking pissed sometimes. <laughs> like, why do you like this? Why do you? I don't like, know. You like LeBron, like I do like LeBron. I'm not because I don't know. I just I'm not as much of a homer, I suppose. I uh, is the thing. That's why we work so well. <laughs> that is that is the, how the diamond piss me off for real because they're they're very entitled. Heat fans are starting to get on my nerves. I'm starting to see them everywhere too. I don't like what what fans Heat. They're starting to piss me yeah. off too. I mean they they did just body the celtics but i don't know still they bodied the sixers too in fairness maybe that'll make you like them a little more but <laughs> i saw the play where like ben simmons couldn't is, is duncan robinson all of a sudden good at defense now he's not bad he was never a terrible at defense but he's not great he's like I mean, an okay defender i i saw a clip of simmons just not being able to get around him or overpower him or anything and then the <laughs> celtics like tatum couldn't i'm not even just talking about simmons like there were plays where tatum wasn't scoring on him like i was like what the hell are they doing just go at this guy do you see who finally got minutes last night? Yeah, I saw the Haslam thing. That was <laughs> good you for him. Haslam getting ejected two minutes in for going at Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard got suspended because that was his 16th tech of the year. I know. <laughs> what a clown. I you, love you, you talk about the Celtics for a couple minutes here. I have a little bit of time before I read Because, really... I mean, we, we have big news here. I mean, they're in the play-in officially. They're officially the seventh seed after Charlotte. Is that big news? I mean, it's, it's, it's not big, big news, news, but it's confirmed now. So we can start to... <laughs> Uh, talk about I it like i did i say this on here or did i say it before where i was I, my one of my new favorite things is just going through i think i did already say this going through like the the comments on celtics tweets and like people are just so mad like yeah. they tweeted that play-in tickets were available today and people were pissed like I mean, they, hey. they were like do do us all a favor and just stop playing like shit like, I, like go out there and play it's frustrating because they just look like they're ready to be done yeah, and I it mean, is. after the season they've had, it's, it's I mean, I, you can't say it hasn't been tough on them. No, it's, uh, been, I mean, it's tough. been tough on everybody, but like in terms of them specifically, they've gotten sick a lot. But this is the time of the year where you're supposed to be excited. You're supposed yeah. to be pumped. And the Jalen Brown thing really sucks because it takes any hope they had out. So they really have nothing to play for. You know, at least if he's healthy, you can still have that hope of maybe you can put it together. Maybe as a full team, you can play well. I mean, my friend sent me that KJ tweet where they were six and one when they have the ideal starting five out there. It, isn't that sad? Yeah. It's only seven games. They've got to run with those guys. It, it's kind of gross. I mean, and that's through no fault of their own realistically, right? Like, Training staff's got to go, man. <laughs> they shouldn't have fired the one after pick up wind on Twitter. I'm starting to see others. I mean, you got to get, I don't even know who they are. But after the Isaiah either. Thomas thing, they got rid of Ed Lassard, who'd been there for years. Brian Dew had been there for years. And somebody else, I forget what their name was. They had all been there for a long time. They got rid of all three of them. And ever since then, it's gone to shit. Everything has just been going downhill. I mean, I can't, I can't disagree with you then. There's been so many injuries and everything going on. I have the last name here. Uh, Vladimir Shulman, massage yeah. therapist. Like, uh, these people should be, like, they have experience. Whoever these new people are, they're terrible. I mean, yeah, yeah. Have there been freak injuries? Absolutely. But there are also injuries that happen from poor management, and that's not to do with minutes played. It's due to how they handle recovering from games. Yeah, and recovering from even their injuries, because like we've seen guys get re-injured over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's just recurring things like Robert Williams has gotten injured and maybe there's a medical reason behind that, but still it's frustrating to see these key guys go down over and over and over and over again. But, uh, but yeah. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm so frustrated because Kemba Walker is starting to play well again and yep. they're not able to get anything from it. Then you're going to have this. I mean, I mean the off season is going to be something else. It really <laughs> is. I mean, I, I like that Ben Simmons trade. Not that it's realistic well, by any means. I don't know if they would do it. The the Sixers wouldn't. I don't think the Sixers would yeah, do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Boston no probably shot. would. But, and it would be – the thing he's talking about is uh, – what did it, was it? Kemba and Robert Williams for Ben Simmons? I mean, they would have to give more than that. They would have to give up picks and stuff too if they want. Yeah, and I don't think the Sixers are trading Ben Simmons by any means. So. Maybe uh, if they maybe, were good this year. That's what know, I was going to say. They, they, they actually played here. really well. Who knows? Maybe if they like shit themselves in the playoffs, they will. You never Which know. possible. But they, they're hey. really deep now. And they have... Hey, give me the Celtics. I mean, give me the Sixers in the playoffs. That'd be I, great. I, I don't I don't want to play either of the top teams. Any, like, I don't want to play Philly. I don't want to play Milwaukee. And I don't want to play Brooklyn because I don't like Kyrie. I don't like the fan bases of Milwaukee and Philadelphia. So, like, either way, you're going to lose out. Like... If you lose to any of those teams, it's just going to be annoying. Like, I'd almost rather not make it. Even though no, I love playoff basketball, I absolutely love it. Like, it's my favorite thing. But I, I would rather, like, just not even make it at this point. Unless you really have, like, a shake. Like, maybe if they get Milwaukee, maybe they could beat them. But There is a chance they get Milwaukee. There is a chance. Yeah, but, I mean, they're not going to beat Philly. Because even if they're healthy, they can't. They don't have any answer for Embiid. Thompson has been horrible. Uh Brooklyn's just too good, and I mean, if they do get Brooklyn, the only thing I ask is please win the first game at the Garden. Just do it, just so they can shit on Kyrie for one day, so the fans can go nuts. Just please. <laughs> I was thinking just about I was running today. I think about things like that, and for some reason, I get a nice second wind. I just get pumped up. Think about imagine if, imagine if they gave him hell and he was like he complained about it again. Remember when they did that when he wasn't even there the first time Brooklyn came and he wrote the like novel. And yeah, he was complaining about fans telling him that he was a prick when he was. Like you, you quit on the team in the playoffs. Like you don't do that, especially in Boston. You don't. You don't quit. You don't not play hard, especially when you're on a team that I, I still say they should have slapped the shit out of that Bucks team. I mean, they had guys in Milwaukee that were playing out of their mind for no reason. Connaughton, George Hill killed them. I mean, come on. Yeah, Kyrie's a is. He's, I don't have any words for Kyrie anymore. He's something different. Rick, he's, there you go. He's, There's the word. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, I don't have any, many yes, more thoughts on the Celtics. I get a shower. That, that loss to the Celtics. I mean, the Cavs was kind of just the cherry on top. Like, okay, this is where we're at now. Yeah, but Cavs it, are, it doesn't matter because you don't care anymore. I, I think the Milwaukee losses are worse. And this can be a nice little segment, I guess, because they, those games mattered. That's like a playoff series. Miami losses, you mean? Yeah, you had two yeah, games yeah. back-to-back at home, and you didn't come to play yeah. for half of each game. <laughs> yeah. And those now, are I mean, important the... games that you needed to win, and you didn't even show up? I yeah. don't care about the Cleveland game. At that point, I didn't care. And you're going to be in the plane regardless. It doesn't matter. I mean, there was like a, a miracle window they could have got, but I mean, who cares? They had a real chance to be in the real playoffs. I mean, solidified if they had just... You know, not blown the Miami. All series. we heard about all year, Jack, was how easy this end of the schedule is. What are they in their last ten? Like three and seven, two and eight. I think two and eight. I think are you so. Serious? Yeah. Orlando and uh, <laughs> San Antonio are your only two wins. 
Yeah, and the San Antonio one wasn't even like it's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, I I can read it for you now. Just it was a little friggin'. <laughs> I'm trying to think who they played after. I mean, Portland was an all right loss only because three and seven. Sorry, not two three and seven. seven. So the short the Charlotte game was Charlotte in still in there. Yeah. Beat a Charlotte team that sucks without their best players. Congrats. Yeah, it's just it's pretty sad. <laughs> You lost to the Thunder when they were on a 14-game losing streak. You lost to the Cavs when they were on an 11-game losing streak. Uh, I know health was a big problem. I don't want to hear about health. I don't. (laughs) Because both of those teams were with injuries. Gilles Alexander didn't play for OKC. The Cavs had as long of an injury report as Boston. You serious? You lose to that team? Yeah, I I didn't care because, like, the game was meaningless. Ain't (laughs) fine. But like, I don't. I hate the people that are like, "Well, they were hurt. They've been hurt all year. <laughs> Learn to play with it." These te- it's not like you're losing to Brooklyn when you're hurt. In these, and they're not. Scenarios, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the Cavs were hurt too, and they suck regardless. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason they're losing 11 games in a row. There's a reason OKC lost 14 games in a row. How about you play with your head out of your ass once in a while? Yeah. I mean, Boston just didn't pass the ball. And it's not you, Tatum's you, fault You can either, find – no. He played – well, the Tatum has been weird lately to me because he's getting a lot of attention from defenses, and he's playing all right. But, but he's he not passing like he's out not of it well. he, He's not pissing me off. It's just like yeah. I, I don't know what we want him to do. And I'm not, like, trying to defend him too much because I think he's accountable a little bit, but uh, he's he's improved the issues that were pissing us off in the middle of the season. He's not. He needs to, yeah. Go ahead. He needs to pass better in those situations. He only had one assist in that Cavs game. And again, I'm nitpicking, obviously. Assists but... are subjective, though, because like, like but the team as a whole, the, the team as a whole only had 14, though. Still, yeah, but they like, that's not they okay. Shoot, like 30 something percent. They didn't shoot well, but you, it, it's a balance, though. Like on the one hand, you can say, okay, they didn't get assists because they didn't shoot well. But the other other hand, you could say they didn't shoot well because they didn't make enough open looks they didn't create enough looks to make assists you know what i'm saying so like i don't i didn't get to watch it super intently but i did yeah so it was fun you watched it better than i did it's just it's annoying to me because the assist numbers matter and it's like a double-edged stat because like if you have high assist numbers that's really great but middle of the pack to low doesn't always tell you the whole story they had uh 14 i believe 14 but the difference is 14 versus the Cavs 27. That's that's where Cavs, by the way, the worst defensive team in the league from yep. I think what I also, read. Also the worst three point shooting team in the league. Yep. And Kevin Love decided to play like he <laughs> Remember remember when he, we had that clip on the pregame where he just like threw the ball away? Yeah. Or whatever he did, then he decides yep. to show up. Kevin okay. Love made six of their eight total threes on the night. Yeah. Uh, in case you're wondering, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not like the Celtics came to play necessarily. Celtics shot it is 35% incredible how they, of the field. They managed to just let guys have amazing games. Yeah. Like, I feel like part of that is on the team, but like, I mean, that has to be like chance too. Like, it's just like <laughs> coincidence that like these guys all show up to play against. Well, Celtics. I think they're also slow to react to it at some points. Like, if you see a guy's having a hot game. You got to treat him like a superstar. You can't still treat him like Kevin Love on every other night. They're just like, oh, it's still Kevin Love. He won't shoot like this forever. You know what I'm saying? It's that type of mindset. Do you have I, one that pissed you off the most? Like one game this season where 
some guy went off and you were like, what the hell? God, I can't remember them in specific necessarily, but I think the Duncan Robinson games pissed me off more than anything just because obviously the the magnitude of those two games and how poorly they defended him. Like they, they didn't, it's like they didn't even try. Like it's like they didn't even try to defend quite literally a top five three-point shooter in the NBA at the three-point line. Like he, he was six for 10 in the first game, five for nine in the second game. That's not okay. Like three, even if he goes like three for six, I'd rather have him go three for six than six for 10, obviously, right? Because that means you stopped him from getting the shots up in the first place. He's going to get his looks. I know that. But six for 10 on open looks, five for nine on open looks, that's not acceptable. That's not okay. You can't do that. I I don't care who's playing in the game. That's not okay. But Celtics have been horrendous. Uh, Another stat to piss you off. Go Go ahead. ahead. No, Uh, because I'm about to change the subject. Well, (laughs) Uh, only only two players in the Cavs game for the Celtics shot above 40%. Tatum shot 42. Uh, Thompson shot 71, but that was because Thompson is the center. Poor. Yeah, that but was okay. To, to answer my own question, I think <laughs> for me, the Ty Jerome game pissed me off a lot. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah, that was a bad one. Uh, Trevor Reza pissed me off last weekend a lot. The Landry because, like, Shamit one annoyed you too. Oh, Landry Shamit was another one that pissed me off. There, there are a lot. Kobe White. Kobe that one just pissed me off as Chicago. much. Uh, I mean, I, I can look at some of their losses. I'm trying to think at other players who Let's have just see. randomly popped off to... to the guy piss quickly them. pissed me off because I remember <laughs> before, like, that game, they played Brooklyn on ESPN, and, like, he was awful. And, like, people were hyping him up, and I was like, dude, this guy sucks. Like, he's just missing all these shots. And he decides to make all of them against the Celtics. That was one. Um... I don't know. I, I love to go back and buddy quote the tweets. Oh, me. Buddy Heald pissed me. Well, he wasn't really. It was Halliburton that killed them in the first game. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it was Halliburton. Luca, but that's just Luca. Well, like, yeah. He, he doesn't suck. <laughs> it's got And Halliburton yeah. doesn't suck either. But it's guys that like have no business doing it that really get under my skin. Got you. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, outside of that, though, I don't really have anybody in particular that. I really don't mean that Hornets game though. I'm trying to think. Sadiq Bay. That was that one was <laughs> that was a bad one. That was a really bad one. Sadiq Bay game was that Hornets game pissed me off. That was another good one. It was all of them though. That was all of them. Rozier, Graham, Washington Bridges. First one. Hornets... PJ Washington was a real prick in, yeah. in that game. That was the first Hornets force him to score 20 plus points each since 2018. So, uh, oh, you know, twist the knife a little bit, but uh, but yeah, I've got nothing else left to discuss. Uh, this we is sadness. So. It up. <laughs> uh, if you're all set, we can wrap it up here. Yep. We'll probably do a show Monday. Uh, uh, I think your headset died here, so uh, just stay heads up. Oh, maybe not. No. My headphones cut out, but that is okay. As long as you can still hear me, give me a thumbs up so I can do the outro myself. My bad, guys. Yep, you guys can follow us at Bannertown USA. Uh, you can follow me at Jackson Mone NBA. Uh, thank you guys for listening, obviously. Uh, inaugural NBA uh, from the Raptors award show. We're going to try to do this every year. Uh, hopefully the Celtics can scrape together at least a couple wins in the playoffs to maintain my sanity, but I'm not holding out much hope. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Sam, and wrap us up. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe for sure. If you're listening on the podcast app, follow us, subscribe, whatever they let you do there. Um, tell your friends, retweet the tweet if you enjoy us. Um, Thanks a lot. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack Simone NBA, of course. Congratulations to him. He graduated today. He can't hear me right now, but when he's editing, he will appreciate it. And 
Uh, you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Bye.